Right, we're back. Red Zone DFS, another week, week eight, right? We're on to it. Can't believe how fast the season's going. I know, it's a pretty unfortunate. I wish we could just rewind time and do it over again. Yeah, definitely some uh, – last week was a little bit unique. I, uh, I I think, you know, I was the biggest one uh, or most angry last week, right? Like Sunday night I had folded up my laptop and I it was uh, pretty close to quitting DFS altogether, but <laughs> rebounded, regathered. How did uh, how the weeks go for you guys? Um, uh, su- Sunday just... night, Sunday night hammer saved me. Um, I kind of went all in and did some full game stacks, and Lockett was my highest stone, one of my highest stone players in the entire week. Um, I had minimal exposure to DK Metcalf. I was losing quite a bit of money, um, about half of what I invested on DraftKings last week before the night game started and i ended up coming out about 75 bucks ahead in profit so nice um so i was so not confident that it was going to go my way that i threw quite a sizable bet down on the over um which you know hit so you know we ended up we ended up doing okay last weekend um but i mean there there there's just a few spots that if you know looking back at my lineups if i would have hit just on a few more guys, a few of my punts. Um, if Debo Samuel had been able to get into the end zone, that, you know, I finished in with a 240, 245 score. I mean, I was almost up there in, in a bunch of the tournaments that I was playing. So it was one lineup that I ran across three different tournaments that uh, that ended up really saving my ass. So um, had a good night on showdown on Sunday night too. Had Lockett all over the place in the captain spot. So yeah, it went, it went pretty well. It went better, much better than I thought it was going to go at about three o'clock on Sunday. So, yeah, well, I think you were somewhere. Um, yeah, you know, I looked back at a lot of my lineups and I would have six guys, including my defense, putting up 20, 25 points mm-hmm. plus. I had some guys even hitting 40 and Lockett hitting 50. My player pool was right. And that's why it was so frustrating. I didn't cash in any GPPs last week. But that's going to happen. I'd have six out of nine guys go crazy, and then three guys not even do average. So yeah. Yeah. definitely have my boomer bust guys. You know, that's what's going to happen in GPP. Um, you just got to hope all nine guys hit to make it all the way. You know, you're looking for eight guys or seven guys to make money, eight guys to yeah. make good money. So yeah. no, GPP, I'm... you know, things are going to happen. But this week I'm definitely going to diversify a little bit and have more cash games going. I'm still going to have my GPP, but I'm going to kind of distribute my cash games to make sure the bankroll stays a little more steady. Yeah. And I think the the challenge was like always, right. Like you have these weeks that pop up where one to two guys like break the slate. Right. And if you don't have both, you have zero shot at winning. And that's what sucked. I had, I had Adams and Lockett in every other uh, lineup and they just none together. And, and I played (laughs) a decent amount of Adams, uh, not as much obviously as I would have liked uh, looking back at it. Um, But I was about 80% on Metcalf and I full faded Lockett. So you know, happens. You, you roll with it, you you know, and you that's the thing. On, you got to so. stay confident. You have the right player pool going. We have the right teams going, right? It just all the cards don't fall the right way sometimes. So Yeah. Well, and then it was especially triggering when, you know, DK Metcalf, like I'm on the cusp of the money, right? And, you know, he gets a 
50 yard touchdown call back, you know, for a hold. Mm -hmm. And just, it was like one of those days, but whatever, we're on to the next one as Belichick would say. So Jim running back, what are we thinking? So running back, I mean, I think it's an interesting week for running backs. Um, Obviously you've got Kamara at the very top, top is probably the premium play for me for this week. Um, You know, who knows if Michael Thomas is going to be back. I don't know. Um, he's $8,200. He's very expensive, but against a Chicago team, they're going to be playing outside. Breeze traditionally doesn't play great outside. I think Kamara could have, you know, one of those games where he maybe only has like 80 or 90 rushing yards, but I could easily see him having like eight or nine catches for like 65 yards and like two touchdowns. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I see, but I see, you know, I don't quite have my running back exposure figured out yet. Um, I think I'm going to have my heaviest exposure be to Derrick Henry against the Bengals and just call it a day if I'm going way up top. Um, I really like Dalvin Cook. I would like to play Aaron Jones, but, you know. We have no idea what's going to happen there. Well, you know, it's just kind of like last week. You know, all my Aaron Jones shares that I had um, right before lock, I just I pivoted to Williams and – in those lineups that I pivoted to Williams, I also pivoted one of my receivers up from a punt to lock it. So that's what was really like, that's what really helped me be successful last week. Um, so I'm going to kind of follow that moniker again this week. And every, um, everything I'm reading on Jones or I saw today was saying that he's still highly questionable. He's not really practicing and they're going to be cautious with them. Like I think green Bay feels they can win this game without him. I mean, Minnesota's mm-hmm. fire selling their team, like, I would be kind of surprised at this point if he plays, but I'm with you. I think he's in a great spot. So like, so if, so if he doesn't play, I'm more than willing to play Justin uh, Jamal Williams at 6,100. Yeah, a lot of people are not going to play him. People were all over him last week. He was in the, the you know, mid four thousands. Yeah, DraftKings has been doing a good job this year of elevating players who may pop into a starting role yeah. due to an industry or due to an injury. So. Um, that's an easy pivot. You know, you save some money going down to him. Um, I mean, I really like him. I, I've, I would really hope, you know, going down a little bit more. Giovanni Bernard is going to be in. It looks like Mixon is not going to play um, yeah. from everything that I've been reading. So it looks like, you know, another good week to play Giovanni Bernard. Jarek McKinnon is, if we're going to play a Niners running back, he's my favorite running back to play this week. Not necessarily because or my favorite Niners running back, not necessarily because he's going to get a lot of carries with no Debo out this week. They're going to run him out of the slot. They're going to run him on routes out of the backfield. Um, he's going to get similar usage to what Debo and Ayuk were getting together. It's just going to kind of transfer over to Jarek in my mind. We've got Tevin Coleman coming back, but I just like him for his receiving upside and, and basically a surefire shootout basically. Yeah, um, I, I wanted to squeeze him in. Like, I know we t- said we'll just kind of dive in when you bring up names. Uh, he just scares me, dude. Like, he has not looked super explosive since that first or second game, um, you know, coming off, what, three years straight of injuries. And I, I – Shanahan is usually, like, a little coy on these things. I don't think it was a situation where they were giving him a break. Like, he, he, he kind of got benched last week. Like, I just don't think that they needed him last week. Like, they were just kicking the shit out of them with Jeff Wilson 
running right. the ball. Shanahan is like classic for doing that with a guy totally. who gets a hot hand. They're just going to ride him. Um, but Jeff if Wilson's come, out this week. But what I'm saying is if he comes out and he has like four carries for seven yards and it's just not clicking, like, and Hasty comes in and has a little burst to him like he has the last couple of weeks, like they will ride Hasty. I, I completely disagree. I think – Coleman coming if Coleman comes back and plays this week, he's I the one want, X factor. That I want zero percent of whatever his first name Hasty is. It, um, if Kevin Coleman comes back, I'm not touching the Niners' backfield because I don't again, know who I'll he's going to go to. I'll play Jer- if Debo is playing. I would have no Niners running back if Kevin Coleman plays. Regardless, I'm going to have some of Jarek just because he's going to get receiving use in this game. Seattle traditionally has a bit of a tough time covering with their linebackers and they're going to be preoccupied in the middle of the field with Ayuk and Kittle. So, I mean, at $5,800, it's not like the sexiest play in the world, but I think it's one of those plays that like just gets it done this week. Right. Um, Yeah. If if we're going, if we're going all the way down, (laughs) I've got some interesting plays this week. Um, if we're going to punt, we're talking about the opposite side of that same game. It seems like every running back known to man, Travis Homer's hurt. Car- Carlos Hyde's hurt. We saw the guy from Seattle that got some run. DJ Dallas. Min, oh. Min Price. Yep. From the U. 4000 bucks. He's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. Th- this game is going to be a shoot- shootout. The Niners, unfortunately, don't have a running back that they can just pound the ball with and play keep away, mm-hmm. which they are good at doing. So they're going to have to throw the ball this week. So I like that. I also like Le'Veon Bell in the revenge game where he's at $4,600 against the Jets. He's almost certain if they are down around the goal line, they are going to give him touches. This is exactly why they signed a guy like Le'Veon Bell. So they didn't have to burn out Clyde, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, Edwards Hilaire is a great play. I think this week he's going to get plenty of touches. That's fine. But this is a situation where Bell can come in the second half, you know, have 13 carries for 65 yards and a touchdown, maybe two. But at 4,600 bucks, that pays off for me. So that's kind of where I'm going this week. Uh, You know, I kind of my guys that I really like to play that get a true, you know, 80 to 90 percent of the snaps aren't playing this week um i li- really like playing james robinson every week that th- these guys that are typically cheaper so that's why i'm willing to play jamal williams at 6100 if aaron jones is out because he's going to get 80 to 90 percent of the running back snaps yeah no it makes sense joe mm-hmm. uh, i'm going to tell you my favorite guy uh this week is miles gaskin for the miami dolphins yeah uh, 5200 like he is just Sickingly underpriced, 5,200. I mean, the guy gets four to six catches a game. He's getting six to eight targets a game. I believe Tua is the real deal. The tank for Tua. I know he had his hip injury, blah, blah, blah. Tua is an automatic upgrade of Fitzpatrick. I know Fitzpatrick's fun, but Tua is that much better. It's going to open things up for Miles in the backfield. Again, 5,200. He's getting the bell cow that carries. Uh, Jordan Howard's been getting scratched and he's not even injured. Um, they want Gaskin to be the guy and Brita is the guy to fill in, you know, to give him a break. So, so I think that's a great call, Joe, because I actually think that 
the Dolphins, I think they could just like take it to the Rams in a sneaky spot right here. The Rams are beating um, bad teams. Well, you and know? And it's what, like, else, what do we like to think? And I think the Dolphins do have a pretty good coaching staff. Like I do really mm-hmm. like uh, their guy down there. They're not going to like let Tua go out there and throw it 50 times. right? Exactly. Like, they're going to try yeah. to control this game and like make it easy for them. And that, leads you to believe like a lot of rushes for Gaskin. So, and that's the thing. And that's even before Gaskin was still averaging 16 carries a game with five catches, right? At 5,200, if you're going to give me 21 touches, please sign me up. Yeah. So miles Gaskin is my absolute favorite. I'm going to be playing him in all GPPs this week um, across the board. Um, Another guy I like this week is uh, James Connor at 6,400 against the Ravens. I know the Ravens are, they're great, man. They are. But this is going to be a slugfest game between the Steelers and the Ravens. It always is, even if it is a high-scoring game. James Conner would have done a lot better last week if uh, one of his touchdowns did get called back and the next touchdown he didn't drop in the end zone. So James Conner gets the touches. He gets the yards. The Steelers' offensive line is legit. And I think the Steelers aren't going to run away with this game, but I think the Steelers are going to control this game um, because of their defense. And James Conner, I think, is going to get 20, 25 touches if not on the ground through the air as well um at 6400 i also believe he's underpriced and he's going to go a little bit low owned um just because he's going against the ravens which you know i'm just i'm not that scared of that game especially when it comes to the run game um another guy i might pivot on is uh montgomery for the bears um like we talked about montgomery's not great but he gets the touches he gets the volume and when nick Foles is in he's getting targets um he's getting over five targets a game out of the backfield against a susceptible saints defense um, so I might have a little Montgomery going in some GPPs. Um, I don't love the guy, but you know, at 5,900 to be the bell cow back, I'll take it. So um, and I'm Joe, with- just real quick, my, the only fear that I have on him, one, it's David Montgomery, right? But yeah, two, exactly. The Allen Robinson's in concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't play, the saints are going to put eight in the box and be like, okay, Nick Foles, go beat us over the top with nobody receivers. And true. That's a so that's it's obviously a pending situation for Montgomery. Definitely, you know? it's definitely pending on Al Robinson. Um, but again, Montgomery is just a sheer volume play at fifty nine hundred, and that's it. Um, and yeah, if I'm going up, it's Derrick Henry. If I find space to get Derrick Henry in a lineup at eight k, um, great, I want him. But at the same time, we'll talk receivers later. I want to go up for a certain guy there, and it's not going to allow me to go too much Henry. Um, but I will be kind of interchanging the two. Um, and I also like the Le'Veon play, Jim. Um, I do believe he's going to get some goal line touches. You know, I can even see him with 10 carries, two touchdowns, and a catch, right, yep. and just absolutely blown away um, his projected point total. So I do like the Le'Veon play at 4,600. Um, yeah, revenge game. <laughs> yeah. I, the one guy you guys didn't mention towards the top uh, that I do like um, a lot, and it's going to depend on chalk, obviously, but – uh, Kareem Hunt's in a smash spot versus the Raiders. Um, <laughs> so everyone's so all hot. To, everyone's all hot to trot on Baker, and you know, like I get it. He had a really great second half. You know, brought him back after Odell. But this team runs through the ground. Uh, that's what opens everything up for him. Hunt is averaging twenty points a game. I just look at it like he has the same floor as like Derrick Henry and Kamara. Um, without the upside, which is where that $1,100, $1,200 comes in in savings. So if he is not going to be, you know, over 20%, I'm all over him. But that's well, I hate I, I hate to burst your bubble because yeah, I've got him projected at 28 to 34% right I know, now. that scares and, the hell out of me. And honestly, I'm fine with that. The Raiders, 
struggles is their whole defense. Absolutely. <laughs> but their pass defense is miserable. I know. Uh, but ever since they did get Nick Kwiatkowski back, he's grading as one of the best linebackers in football, and their run game actually looks decent. Um, run defense. So, um, yeah, the run defense actually looks somewhat decent, like they're an actual NFL team. So, yeah, I, I do just like Kareem. He's, he's but in for a great that, spot. I know. For I, 7K I, to ask 25 points of him with a game where I think the Browns are just going to smash the Raiders through the air, yeah, that scares me a little bit. It's going to depend on, obviously, like if I can get – if these guys are out, like if Jones is out and uh, Mixon are in, indeed out and I can get two running backs for those 6Ks and fit Henry in there, mm-hmm. I would rather roll with like a Henry or Cook um, than Kareem Hunt. But I will have some shares for sure just because he's in a great spot. Um, so, yeah, yeah so just – so, I mean, again, get a guy we talked about earlier, DJ Dallas – I mean, I know it's a weird name, but Travis Homer, no practice today. Carlos Hyde, still not practicing. Chris Carson didn't practice Thursday. I mean, yeah, they legitimately mm-hmm. have nobody else. And no, got if, we could, this right. week. if we could go Miles Gaskin, 5,200 and DJ Dallas at what? How much? Uh, 4,000. Min at price. 4,000. I mean, you can go up for the best receivers, best tight ends on the whole yeah. slate this weekend, right? No doubt. That's, what you you're can, doing. that's what you're looking for in GPP is to find those – Low-owned, low-priced studs that can get value while your other guys just go berserk. Yeah, the only the only fear is obviously a few of those guys at the top, like Hunt, Henry, Cook, and Kamara going for 18 to 22, like guaranteed, no matter what. So you so got to just I, hope that, like, you're not chasing those points. You know, like I, your receivers you pay up for better hit. So I agree with mm-hmm. Kamara. I- I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a situation where, you know, Kareem Hunt has been a little bit panged up. They're, sure. they're he has. They're limiting him. Like, they're, they're not cer- putting full force on him. There's certainly a situation, Vinny, that I can see that they get up so much so quickly against the Raiders that, like, Kareem Hunt could could go, you know, 17 carries for 88 mm-hmm. yards and a touchdown. Yep. And at 35% ownership. That's, that's just not going to get it done. Like no, I would for much, sure. I would much rather just pivot away from that. No, absolutely. But, but the one positive, Camara, you know, the one positive of cream hunt is the Raiders just cannot cover a running back. So they yeah. can't do it. No, it's I a mean, great angle a great routes, spot. whatever. They can't fucking cover a running back if their life depended on it. So no. in that, if I'm thinking that way, I'll have some cream hunt shares just because I said to myself a couple weeks ago, I'm playing running backs against the Raiders, not because they're rushing yards, because they're pass catching ability and their linebackers just can't cover, man. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll probably be off Camara this week just because I think Chicago does have a pretty good defense. Like I know their team didn't look good at all on Monday night, but um, I'll take Henry in the matchup. Um, mm-hmm. But for Henry, Cook, uh, and Hunt, it's going to come down to ownership for me and where I go. Like, I think all three of those guys are very similar. In my well, then you're, pl- um, then you're playing Dalvin Cook because what I'm looking at right now is Dalvin Cook is not even cracking 10%. Okay, then I'm all over Dalvin Cook. Yeah. So, so he's, if Dalvin's um, he's got- healthy this week, which I think he is, and they're just being careful with him right now because they're coming off a of bye week and they said he was actually ready to play last week if they had a game. Yeah. Um, yeah I really do like Dalvin this week. Um, the only thing that scares me is that game flow to the Packers just start smashing. And then Adam and then Adam Thielen and Kirk Cousins are the guys you need to have. That's what scares me with him. But Dalvin Cook is also the guy that can break an 85 yarder 
twice in the first quarter. Yeah. So, and I'm going to be honest, like I'm not like a huge Derrick Henry guy. Like I know he gets a crazy amount of volume, but me I, I think that game one kind of shoots out. I like the passing game and we'll talk about that a little bit, but I, I just like the passing game a little bit more. I think there's a way like there's, Henry only blows up like every four weeks, right? So like if you hit that week, you're winning a lot. If you don't, the, you know, 17, 18, 20 points, like you can make that. Jamal Williams hit that last week. Gio hit that last week. So Mm -hmm. I don't think he's like a must play by any means. Um, Right. So a few of the other guys, I I really like Gaskin too. Joe, you talked about it. Um, the, the one guy that you guys just didn't talk about that I do have some interest in is Melvin Gordon. Um, I know he's not, you know, anything spectacular. He's the only show in town. He's getting all the carries. He's so averaging Philip about- Lindsay was limited today after concussion protocol, which means it yeah, was not pra- a serious concussion at practiced. all. If he's I'm scared active, of that because they're going to be, they're going to be sharing carries on Sunday. No, I hear you. It is a revenge game against the chargers. I know Fangio doesn't give a shit about that, <laughs> but um, sure. <laughs> I, I need to see. But if, if Lindsay does not play, I do like Melvin Gordon um, for that price tag. Again, 15 points, like can go three X. I'm okay with mm. that. Um, so those are the guys I like. I'm off swift. I saw, um, yeah, you know, no. Indy, Indy is healthy and coming back, and their defense is really good. Um, Darius Leonard is the guy who I was most worried about, and I saw he was full participant today. So I'm off yeah. the Lions altogether. Off a of bye week, like, they're going to be ready to come out storming, I think, the Colts. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm going. Um, yeah, I, I, that's where I'm at. So, All right. Joe, why don't you lead us off? Let's roll into uh, quarterbacks and receivers here. All right, so uh, my favorite receiver this week, obviously, is uh, Devontae Adams at 8,800. That's obvious. There's a DK, like Jimmy said earlier, DK's doing a great job pricing people. I mean, if Devontae was below 8K, he would be 100% on this week. So him being at 8,800, I'm going to take some shots on him, especially with my low-priced running backs that I have going for my GPPs this week. Um, So in that Green Bay game, I really like Rodgers, Adams, with a little bit of Tanyan. I like that little triple stack there for GPP. Um, I can't ignore the Seattle San Francisco game. Uh, I want to be on Lockett, but I really want to spin it and go to DK because DK is $400 more. Mm-hmm. People are going to go, why? What's that all about? And they're going to go Lockett again. Week. And DK is 7,500 against probably Mosley half the time, which has not been great, especially on deep routes. Um, so, and, and, just, that, and just to hit on that real quick, the last, mm-hmm. the other thing that's like kind of the sharp, you know, us being Niners fans, like we obviously know, um, you the Niners know. don't have anyone that can match up with DK Metcalf, right? No. Like yeah. they, they have two corners, Jason Verrett and Mosley, who are pretty good. They're both healthy. They are smaller, you know, quicker guys, which I think, you know, Lockett could still obviously blow up, mm-hmm. but they're much more suited to cover him. Um, yeah, there's well, just you got nobody who can match Warner, up Warner in the middle there. I know he's not locked up straight up on Lockett, but Lockett on crossing pattern and stuff like that. Warner is the best cover linebacker in football. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's not he's, even a question. He's um, amazing. He's awesome. So I just think there's no one. I mean, there's probably really nobody in the NFL that could shut down DK as far as size and speed. But Patrick Peterson's a big physical corner, you know, that can mm-hmm. run. So that was a matchup that like actually like worked out pretty well for arizona in a sense but yeah i'm with you i think dk is the play this week yeah so like i'm gonna pay up in a lot of situations and go russ with dk um 
and they go lower at running backs again this week. So I really like that play. And on the other side of it, Ayuk at 5,800. He's their number one receiver this week. I'm not saying the Niners are going to be behind, but you were right. This is going to be an absolute shootout, whether they're breaking run plays for 70 yards, whatever. Like the Niners are going to be scoring points. The Seahawks will going to be scoring points. And it's going to be a late afternoon game, which I love. So we can yep. come back into that money late. Um, the game I really like this week is the Browns with the Raiders. Um, Baker, it's not because of Baker last week. This is all because of Odell Beckham being out. That offense is going to run better. Baker's not going to have to force feed a receiver or try to force feed and be a dumbass quarterback to his prima donna receiver. He's going to spread the ball around just like he did all three quarters after OBJ left. Um, I'm not saying that Higgins and Peoples are, you know, world beaters, but at 4,200 and 3,800 as options one and two on the outside, I'll take that. Um, Landry also in the slot. I got to mix some of him in. LaMarcus Joyner's covering him. LaMarcus Joyner is over the hill. He had his two good seasons with the Rams. It's over. He's so bad. So, and Landry is playing with a broken rib, but he already practiced today and yesterday, right? So he's playing and he's fine. So I'm going to get some brown sacks going there with uh, Harrison Bryant, you know, at tight end. The other one I really like is the Miami Dolphins going to a Parker with Preston Williams or Giusecki and kind of getting a mix of all those guys in there. Like I said, this offense is just going to get better. Tua is the real deal. There's a reason he got picked where he got picked. Um, Devontae Parker and Williams are automatic upgrade, upgrades, in my opinion. And over the next three or four weeks, you're going to see those guys traveling. Or Devontae Parker, for sure, traveling in the mid-6,000s. And you're going to see Williams traveling up in the mid-5,000s over the next couple of weeks, price-wise. So I'm going to take advantage of them low. Um, a guy that I want to go – I love the Tennessee game as well. I don't want to get too long-winded here. A.J. Brown and Davis and Boyd. Um, I'm going to hate playing those guys, the three of them, against so, each other. So – I think that's a great way. So Derrick Henry's going to carry some ownership this week, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to be in the mid twenties. I think a great way to get off of Derrick Henry, but still get good exposure to that game is just go with like Tannehill and AJ Brown. Right. Um, and honestly, really, honestly, Corey Davis, man, when he's in there, he's getting seven plus targets. I don't like Corey yeah. Davis, but he's getting seven plus targets a game. When he's in there, he's doing well. Um, and you can, you know, save a thousand, but or save two thousand dollars almost by or eighteen hundred I mean, by going a, to a, Davis from Brown. So like AJ Brown and DK Metcalf, like scarily, like they played on the same team in college, which is terrifying. <laughs> um, that I don't know how old Miss didn't go further when both of them were on the field at the same time. But I mean, AJ Brown Sanctions. is essentially DJ Metcalf, right? But he's priced almost almost like $1,300 cheaper, right? Oh, and A.J. Brown to D.K.? No, they're only 600 A.J. Brown and D.K.? A.J. Brown is 6900 and D.K. is what? 7500 Okay, so, you know, but you're still getting a discount. You're getting an ownership discount. Um, I, I, I mean, I like A.J. Brown a lot this week. Oh, yeah, I love it too. I, yeah. I just, I'm going to have to, like, figure out how to get to him. Because and that's where I like Corey Davis. Yeah, right? and that's I where mean, I like to play Corey Davis. He's at eighteen hundred, right? It it helps a lot, and I feel like their target share is going to be very similar. Well, I think Corey Davis is a guy like at fifty one hundred too that like you can just like plug into some of your other lineups as a one off to like mm-hmm. make it work, and you don't have to worry about like stacking him or anything like that. Um, yeah. So I, I I like that call, Joe. Um, is there anybody you're going like way down for? Yeah, I, there's only one guy I'm going way down for, guy. 
And I was on him last week, and he was the top receiver for the team, Denzel Mims. No, this is all based dude. on if Crowder is playing. Actually, it's not Crowder's playing. This is if Perryman's playing. Crowder's a slot guy. He might take some target share away from Mims, but Mims is an outside guy. Mims is legit. He's a good player. He's a great athlete. He's healthy. And he has a shot at 3,200. Again, he got me the points last week. Four catches, I think 42 yards, and he did it for me. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that he was so cheap. So I do like going down for Mims there, especially in lineups. I want to get Adams in, or I need to like find tricky ways to get Adams in the lineup. Um, I do like that a lot. Um, the other guy, again, that's mispriced for the second week in a row is um, Allen for the Chargers at 6,200. He's getting 31% of the targets there with the Chargers. Herbert's absolutely on fire. And Denver's slot corner might be one of the worst in the league. Um, so at 6,200 with Allen, I mean, he, he might be looking at a 13 to 15 catch game. Yeah, he's people are liking Allen this week. He's carrying ownership mm-hmm. right around 20 to 25%. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I could definitely see that. Um, I'm not going as crazy on ownership this week. I just want to have my guys in my player pool, right? And there's going to be my one-offs, you know, that have, you know, under 5% and my quarterbacks and my random stacks. So, so honestly, not too much as long as I don't have my whole uh, lineup as chalky. Then I'm fine. Yeah, I I honestly only use it as like a tiebreaker. Like Mm -hmm. if it's between two guys and I can't really like decide, like, okay, should I go this guy or this guy? And it's people that like I'm kind of indifferent to. Um, mm-hmm. if the ownership is swayed really far one way, um, then, then, you know, I'll, I'll think about getting off that person to go into somebody else. But like you said, the type of tournaments that we play, like, I'm just going to play my guys, um, yeah. except for guys like Kareem hunt, when it starts to get mm-hmm. into like 30 to 40%, yeah, in 30, 40% this, is ridiculous. I, I've started to notice that like, you know, these, these ownership projections are across all different tournaments, right. Mm-hmm. In single entry, that 30%, 32% is probably going to be closer to like 40. Yeah. So I, if I can get leverage on almost half of the people in the tournament just by going away from like one guy like that, uh, I'm definitely going to do it. So right. that's 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 really the only time I look about ownership. Vinny, and who are you me, looking at? Who are you looking at for receivers? Yeah, and one last thing on that. Uh, for me at least that receiver like it's just just too many variables for things to go wrong for that person not to hit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the line's got to protect the quarterback's got to deliver the ball. They got to not have pass interference on them. They got to get, you know, there's just so many things. Or your receiver you have in two lineups doesn't uh, tear his ACL in the first play of the game. That, that would be helpful if that doesn't happen. Um, I would have, I would have cashed in both of those if Odell didn't. To play blows knee on the first play. <laughs> Jim, what are what are the top one of those kind of weeks? Receivers for ownership. For uh, right a- Adams at about twenty to twenty three percent. Allen at twenty to twenty two percent. Tyler Lockett at sixteen to eighteen percent, and Love then it. Tyreek Hill at like fifteen to seventeen percent. Okay, fine too. Got it. And, so and I then see the, we, I can see the Chiefs all like sitting on the bench after halftime with their leg crossed over, just chilling, drinking coffee. No, so like the Jets are at least playing hard. Like that was going to be my guy. If he was under ten percent, I was like, kind of all over Tyreek. Like I think you're fine. I mean, that ownership, you know, fifteen to sixteen percent. That's fine. I think you can still be all over him there for sure. I mean, he's sixty seven hundred and a guy that legitimately could break the slate. He hasn't done it yet this year. This is the perfect matchup. He has not. He hasn't had targets. 
yeah, he hasn't had a 100-yard game so far this year, and it's because they really haven't had to. Right, right. And, you know, he's only getting 14% of the uh, targets. Which right, is... but he had 10 targets last game versus Denver, and they were kind of blowing them out. So the thing with him against the Jets especially, like – I don't think the Chiefs are a team that want to mess around. You know, you've heard some of the comments, which are kind of joking this week. Like, I think they want to come out and throttle them early and and hit them hard and and just be, like you said, up by 30 at halftime. Um, you saw the Bills let them hang around. Like, I think they kind of got a warning there. Like, Well, the Bills are in a... No, I get it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, the Jets can hang around if you're not coming out and, like, taking things seriously. So, mm-hmm. I could easily see, you know, two... 60 yard touchdowns to Tyreek this week, you know, on breakdowns or something yeah. like that. So mm-hmm. he's, he's definitely interested for me. I do like Adams, but man, that price is so tough. Like he's so, an look amazing at this. matchup, but, but the thing is Vinny, like I got like this, this Baker stack going where I got Baker Higgins and peoples mm-hmm. and I'm still able to get guys like Adams um, and Connor and yep. even a guy like a Dalvin cook all in the same lineup. It's nuts. I hear you. you know, so what I'm saying is there's, way, there's ways to get up there this week. Th- there is, I guess what I'm getting at is like Devonte Adams has two games this year at 45 plus, you know, points. And he's got two games below 10 po- or, you know, at six and 12 points, like 88. That's a, just a risky play. If he's going to be 22, 25, 30% owned, like that's a, a way for me. I don't know. I'm just kind of looking at it. Like instead of 8,800 and having to pay down in other spots, I feel like in that six K range, I could easily get, this like the same production out of three good players, right? Like mm-hmm. AJ Brown, uh, we talked about, I like, um, I mean, Justin Jefferson is in it. Vinny, I mean, if Aaron Jones does not play, I don't think that you can get the same numbers out of those guys. That's so really like fair. If, That's if fair. he, do, yeah. the, I mean, if you look at the splits from when Aaron Jones doesn't play, mm-hmm. I mean, Devonte Adams just goes absolutely nuclear, yeah. and it's vice versa too. When Devonte Adams doesn't play and Aaron Aaron mm-hmm. Jones does play, he just goes absolutely nuts. But like to Joey's point, like I, I saying, have yeah. a I have a lineup with Devonte Adams, Dalvin Cook, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. all in the same lineup. Yeah, no, it's definitely doable for sure. I'm just and, saying, and like, I mean this this lineup looks great. I mean it's Wilson Cook. Gaskin, Adams, Metcalf, Mims, Trey Burton, DJ Dallas, and the Dolphins defense. Yeah, oh, no, with the Trey Burton call. No, I hear what you're saying. Like, <laughs> I, there's definitely a lot of good pay down spots. I'm just saying, like, I think there's some yeah. guys like Jefferson, like AJ Brown, like you know T Higgins, you know, like that. True. So, that have so, you so know my, they all go for 20 points, and then you have Adams goes for 40, but then Mims skunks it and. You know, Rashard Higgins puts up six points. Like you're still coming out ahead, right? Right. Like I'm just you're just looking at it from that perspective. So fair, that's fair all. enough. Um, um, who, anybody that Joe didn't mention that you're going all the way down for? I know, I know you're a Mims guy this week. I do like Mims. Similar, very similar to the Tyreek Hill call. I do. He's my guy. He hasn't blown up yet. I do like Nicole Hardman a lot as well. Um, so he's, my, my he's only guy argument with. Is, yeah, My only argument with those Chiefs guys, like they're a home run guys right now, only getting, you know, 14% of the target scare less between, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Tyreek and Hardman. You get a guy like Ruggs, which hasn't really fully proven he can just completely blow up yet, right? He has that one game for two catches, 120 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. But at 4,900, a guy that has the same game-breaking speed, that's going to go way lower owned. 
Like, if I want that home run guy, that like my fucking home run guy, I kind of would rather have Ruggs than Tyreek based off of ownership and pricing. Because I feel like the outcome can potentially be the same, especially yeah. against a – if Ruggs is going against Terrence Mitchell uh, oh, this on. week, you know, there's going to be some problems there. <laughs> no, for I'm sure. Gonna, I'm going to agree or disagree with you, Joey, based on the weather report in Cleveland. Just give me a right. second here. Well, so that's it's the only thing I didn't, morning, right? I didn't touch on with the Green Bay game. They're expecting like 35 degrees and like 40-mile-an-hour winds on Sunday there. Like That doesn't no really matter to Rodgers. That Dude, doesn't bother Aaron Rodgers at all. 40 plus mile an hour winds. Like, that's an he just issue. lives in like, that the weather. Shit, the, the cold weather is not a problem for him. The if anyone's fucked in that situation, it's Kirk Cousins not scoring a point. Yeah. And then Kirk, they don't have to pass. Then the, then the Packers so, don't have to pass the ball. So, <laughs> so, sun, so, the forecast for Sunday, Joey, this might change your mind on that yeah. Baker stack. Um, we're looking at about 49 degrees, um, showers, and an average of 28 mile an hour winds. So whether people don't know what they're talking about, Jim, not till the day. Uh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> they, they see, we're only a couple days out here. It is only weather. You know, weather Twitter is about to get after me now. The, yeah, um, dude, I've been, I've been deep in the depths on weather Twitter. You don't want to, those are dangerous people. <laughs> as dangerous as Raider Nation. Um, I am also intrigued by getting some one-offs to that Steelers Ravens game. I yes. understand that everyone thinks of Ray Lewis, Jerome Bennis. You know, take my guy. Well, I'm just saying, like I, I like I'm I'm completely okay with going like a Roethlisberger and going Claypool, Deontay Johnson, or going Claypool, Juju, like it, mixing it up and bringing it back with you know Mark Andrews and uh, and Brown. Because I think if you're going to go in on that game, you're hoping that it just completely blows up. Um, they're both defenses are really good, obviously, but these two teams are going to go at it and they have amazing offenses. So mm -hmm. I'm not scared of this game. Um, you know, that I just think both teams have the ability to put up 30, yeah. 40 points. Like this could go, it's, so, I, this game's not going to be 10, seven, like no. the old days. So like, the one, the one player I really like in this game, uh, it's the only player on the Ravens I like is Hollywood. Joe Hayden's going to be covering him. The Steelers' corner is the only negative spot of that defense by like mm -hmm. covering deep. Um, I think Greg Roman is a fraud and always in his <laughs> second year coordinating anywhere. Uh, defensive coordinators figure him out and start shutting things down and make you know guys like Lamar or Kaepernick throw the ball. Well, you, um, you think he's a fraud, huh? I know that he's a fraud. <laughs> okay. But no, I, I do. I, 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 so I like, if there's like one the guy, it's Hollywood. But on the yeah, so on the Steelers side, I talked about earlier, I love Connor, but you know who I really love is Deontay Johnson. I know he's putting up all the numbers, but if you look at the target share, he's getting 30% target share, while Juju and Chase are getting 14% each. Dude, so, when he's when he's in, he's the guy to play. You're absolutely and Roethlisberger right, loves those little quick passes to him and throwing inside. You know, Roethlisberger just doesn't have that cannon he used to. He's still a great quarterback, but obviously Juju's just not getting hit down the field on the outside anymore. So yeah. Deontay right. Johnson coming in at about three to four percent ownership. Dude, all, all of them are in great spots. He's not even on the injury report. All Let's three go. of them are, are are just elite, and they're all at 55, 54, and 5,200. Like, I will have all three of those guys sprinkled into all my lineups. Like, I'll have no none. I'll have – I'm going to fade Claypool. Yeah, I'm I fading gotta, Claypool I can't, too. I can't play all three of them. <laughs> I'm just going to play Deontay Johnson uh, because 
I mean, if you go back and look at the game splits, when all three of them are healthy, Claypool just kind of disappears. Um, when one of those guys gets hurt, Claypool goes nuts. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I think that, you know, he's a bigger, more physical receiver. And I think the Ravens quarter cornerbacks match up a lot better against a receiver like that. Same yeah. thing with Juju. Juju's not like a super burner. Deontay with a small, quick, short area speed, like Benny, like Joey said, like Ben likes throwing to him. No, I hear um, you. Uh, they're, I just think they're all in great spots. I think they're all matchup nightmares. Like it's going to depend obviously on Baltimore's coverage and like what they're doing, but I, I just like Bal- or uh, Pittsburgh. It's like a really sneaky like offense here. Yeah. Um, going back to just kind of, I'll hit on my quarterbacks real quick, like who I'm going to. Um, I think Herbert, I mean, the guy is just absolutely launching missiles uh, every Sunday. So until he doesn't, like this could be the week he has his down game, but I'll play. I don't think so. I don't care. Um, I don't think so. I really dig both Burrow and Tannehill for the, what we talked about earlier is the way to get off Henry. Um, yep. So I'll be playing both of them. Um, and I will be dropping down to play some Garoppolo because there's only yeah. one path to for the Niners to win that game. Um, and Are you guys going to hop on the Tua train with me? I will not be. Um, uh, I just think there's guys in better spots. I don't know yet. He's 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 on a he's on my maybe list right now, Joe. Um, I I mean he could he's one of those guys that he's the ultimate GPP quarterback. Yep. He could have like, you know, three hundred and forty yards, three touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. And he could have an incredible day, or he could have a Cam Newton day from last week with, yeah. you know. I don't, I don't think be... he'll have that. I, I, I think there's paths. So we talked about Gaskin and some of this stuff. Like, he could have, like, a 14 or 15-point game fantasy-wise, and they could win this game. Like, it's yes. possible. So I just look at Garoppolo as, like, one – he has done it in the past. Do we remember the Saints game last year? He has blown up before in situations, and – Seattle has the worst defense statistically in the league. They can't stop anybody. They dude. can't. No. So if it's I mean, gonna happen, it's going to be this week. Um, I mean, so I'm willing to play it at 5600. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, or 5400. Like 54. Yeah. So, so a, guy, a guy that I'm going back to that had a shitty game last week that everyone just thinks that there's something wrong with them, but apparently there is. People aren't, aren't allowed to have a bad game. Uh, I'm going back to Josh Allen. Uh, I don't know if many – I mean, I watched the Patriots game, but I don't know if a lot of people out there in the, in the universe watched the Patriots last week. I mean, I think they did because we had Nance and Romo calling the game, but their defense is absolutely horrific right now. Um, I mean, the Niners just went into Foxborough and handed them one of the worst losses ever. Like, I know Belichick's going to be pissed and everything like that, but, like, you can be pissed off all you want to. Um, Josh Allen is a much better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo is. And he's much more talented. He's going to run around. The Patriots are having linebacker issues. They have Stephon Gilmore, but okay. Uh, I mean, Debo and IU kind of tore him up last week. Um, I mean, Kittle was tearing up. Kittle's really good, right? But he was tearing him up. So, like, I'm just going to go back to him. Um, No one's going to play Josh Allen this week. Um, people are going to play Herbert right next to him and that's fine. I'm going to play Herbert, but like, I'm going to play like a couple of Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs stacks because like, that's his guy. 
He loves him. Um, and at the ownership and the, in the floor and the ceiling that you can get out of those guys, sign me up. Um, Tannehill. I mean, I would rather play Burrow, I think in that game than Tannehill. Um, just because they're mixing out. Yeah. I mean, and there's just the, we all know that there's a route where like Tannehill has been blowing up, but like if they're going to be able to run the ball, like he may only get 10 or 12 points and they could still win just like super easy. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, Tannehill has been pretty good just for the fact that they can't stop anybody. So no, that game's going to shoot out. The one that I like that we were talking about in the Pittsburgh game is I like a little game stack with like Lamar and Hollywood and they're running it back with like James Conner and Deontay Johnson. Um, those are the four guys that I like most in that game. I know Pittsburgh has a great defense, but again, Lamar can rip off one of those 80 yard runs. Right. And if he goes for, you know, an 80, 50 to 80 yard run, you know, that's 10 to 14 points on one play right there. Like and, that and, could push him over 30 points easily. And right? don't forget that Baltimore is coming off the bye, Right. So yeah. like they've been planning for this game for two weeks. You they're, know, I mean, no, they're they brought on Des Bryant to mimic Chase Claypool. So, okay. So good for <laughs> I don't them. Like like that. I, I don't like that. <laughs> okay. Well, again, Greg um, Roman's a fraud and I'm not going to play Lamar because Greg Roman's a fraud. So, yeah, I mean, I think, I think Jimmy is the furthest, I mean, I like him at 5,400, which is probably why I won't get as much Tua. I just don't know about Tua, right? And I'm getting lower ownership on Jimmy. Sunday more fun. Well, yeah, but I'm getting lower (laughs) ownership on Jimmy than I am on Tua. And in a game where I know that Jimmy is going to probably score 20 points just because they have to, um, and Seattle can't stop anybody. The other so, thing, too, like everyone's kind of forgetting, like the Rams have a really good defense. And, and this kind of goes – like I was just going to counterpoint you on Josh Allen a little bit. Like the Niners provide a huge problem to these teams because they're so geared up to stop the pass. And the Niners run the ball, right? So, like they cannot stop the run. I and mean, it opens up the passing game for them. So, I mean, the Patriots got actually gashed by him. The Rams got gashed. Like these more traditional offenses, like I think both defenses are fine. You know, oh, look, the Rams, um, the Rams defense, I'm going to call a fraudulent call right now. They played the Bears, which offense is fraud. It's not even in the there, Niners no. beat them with 24 points with a lot of injuries and not being fully ready to go. Yeah. They played the Washington Potatoes. They played the New York Giants. The Bills put up 35 on them and they lost. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yeah, no, Again, it's a really the Rams. Bad point. The Rams aren't bad, but they no. need to prove something a little bit more than that. Yeah. So you got the you <laughs> have the whole narrative too. You've got a West Coast team going east for an early Flying game on Saturday. Off a bye. That, I mean, that, for the, that, for the Dolphins. I mean, your narrative on on that last week for the Niners, Joe, that didn't work great. That did but, not work. <laughs> that um, did not fucking work. Oh, yeah. But um, if we're talking more about receivers, I like. I mean, obviously, I like Burrow a lot. Um, I like Tyler Boyd and Higgins. Um, mm-hmm. Those are two guys that I'm playing off that team. Um, like we talked about earlier, uh, I like kind of going to Metcalf. You're getting a big ownership discount for a li- paying up a little bit more, and I think he's more of the type of receiver we kind of already talked about it that the Niners have trouble with. Um, if if we think that 
the Rams' defense is a little bit fraudulent and that this is going to be a game, give me all the Cooper Cup at 6,500. Uh, he's a guy, I mean, he had the volume last game. He just didn't have the touchdown, right? They threw it to a few different people. Um, I like Cooper Cup or Woods. You could go either one of them for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're pretty close in price. So, like, whichever one fits in your lineup, I think, is something that, you know, I would be interested in. Um, I guess everyone just forgot that um, Jeffer, that Justin Jefferson is like capable of putting up monster games because he's coming in at like three to five percent owned. So I don't really it could be that. It could be that weather report with Kirk Cousins throwing in a forty mile hour winds. So I don't know where <laughs> Vinny was getting that from because I just looked at the Green Bay weather and it says twenty to twenty five miles. There's a website miles. called Weather.com. Um, I'm, I'm looking at Weather.com right now. So you gotta go to Weather.org. Okay. Your problem. <laughs> what, what, weather.com has you know you know mid mid to high 30s partly yeah. cloudy and 20 to 25 mile an hour winds that's that's fine with all me right. um th- those are the guys that i'm kind of zeroing in on going all the way i mean we talked about Deont- you guys kind of stole my deontay johnson thunder i'll be all over him this week 5500 is like joey said that that's a misprice that's a miss by DraftKings right there um the guy, some other guys going all the way down that I like. Um, he's actually carrying a fair amount of ownership um, because of his price and because of Debo being out. Um, so it could cause me to fade him. But um, uh, Kendrick Bourne at 3,500 is carrying about 10 to 11% ownership. Like that's, I don't like that. I would rather yeah, just play Ayuk. Yeah. I would rather just play Ayuk. I know what Ayuk's floor is. He's going to step directly into the Debo role. He's going to get those jet sweeps. Um, well, and it's just simply get- too, like, I don't think Bourne really has like crazy upside, you know, his upside's like 12 to 14 points. Like, yeah. and again, on a no, slate like I mean, this, his, his upside is 20 to 25 points. He could catch two touchdowns. I See, that's think, where, but, but think- it's, but but it's not in the like massive range of outcomes, yeah. right? Because you know what with- scares me is Jimmy just not being on, right? Which which he can just do sometimes. He just comes out and he's just not hitting passes. That's yeah, what scares the shit out of me about Jimmy. He's he's also streaky, right? That's so what like I mean. once he once he starts <laughs> well, but no, but like once he starts playing well in a few games, like he'll roll a good game into another good game into, I mean, that's kind of how right. the Niners got to the Super Bowl last year. It's like Jimmy just kind of built up some confidence and towards the end of the season, like they were just rolling people. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm looking for one more guy down here. But you were just I mean, like, you were just saying though, like the Patriots defense are, fr- are frauds right now. Yeah. Jimmy went 20 to 25, but he had two picks, no touchdowns. Right, didn't get his three hundred no, plus it. game. I get yeah, it. The, I mean, the, he. I don't. I again. I like Jimmy. Like, but <laughs> sometimes he just shows up, and you don't know what Jimmy you're gonna get. For me, scares it, the shit out of me. For I'd me, rather be playing Tua, which I don't know what I'm gonna get. It's purely a price point in a yes. in, in a situation. Like, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna get out of Tua just as much as I don't. I'm gonna get out of Jimmy. Joey, it's the same thing for me. Like, it doesn't matter. You guys talked about it what a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, play Kyle Allen versus the Cowboys. It's like anyone versus Cowboys. Yeah. Hey, that worked right? out. I know it did. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yep. Like Seattle's no different than Dallas right now. Like their defense is just as bad. Maybe they don't have guys 
turning and running away from the ball carrier, but yeah, they're really bad. And, and trust so. me, I'm gonna have a Jimmy stack, but I got to tell you, it's my most nervous one because I, I don't. Or again, if you if you if you're gonna do it, like go Russ with DK and bring it back with Kittle and Ayuk. You exactly. Know? You know, yep. so like that's a safer for for sure. Well, I mean, I don't know because like if you play Jimmy, right? Like I have a Jimmy stack where it's like Jimmy, Ayuk, and Kittle with Metcalf and Lockett, mm-hmm. right? No, there's different ways to do it. I'm saying if so you can so get your terrified rush of because because Russ really isn't in the past. You were scared about not playing Russ because he had the rushing upside, right? He's not running as much when as he gets a little bit older. I mean, you can see him actively looking to still throw the ball. As he's, to where a couple of years ago he would just take off, right? But to what yeah, but he's still saying, getting the rushing stats. But to what you were saying earlier, his floor is not has not been any higher than it is this week for the simple fact that like they have one running back who's going to be active on Sunday. Yeah, like, they're just going to he's going to he's going to have to throw the ball like fifty times on Sunday. So and and um, he rushed for eighty four yards in this last game, six carries, eighty four. The game before, five for fifty eight. I yeah. mean, he's doing it when he needs to still. Um, I'm not yeah. worried about him getting older and not running because the guy never takes a fucking hit. The guy's a mad genius somehow. So I know he um, is. All right, cool. So, um, so I mean, we could just stay in that game, and I'll transition over to tight ends real quick. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but Kittle is coming in at the lowest owned of the higher priced tight ends. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I, I mean, I get that he's seven thousand dollars, right? Like, I get it, but like. Kelsey at 6,600 is going to be, you know, 20 to 25% owned. And apparently everyone wants to play Darren Waller this week. I don't, I mean, I get it. Right. But like, he's going to be 20 to 22% owned. That is the easiest fade in the world for me. Like I know we don't follow ownership, but like, I'll just, I'll just pass on that and get leverage on a quarter of the field that I'm playing. Um, The biggest thing on Darren Waller this week is if Miles Garrett plays. Not because he's covering him, obviously, but if Miles Garrett plays, Derek Carr is going to be dumping off to Derek Waller every chance he gets. If Miles Garrett doesn't play, Derek Carr might have to sit back there a little bit, and he's not going to throw to Waller as much. So that is really my decision maker right there. If I play any Waller at all, okay. Miles Garrett still hasn't practiced this week. All right. Um, I'd rather go to the other side of that game and play Harrison Bryant for thirty-two hundred bucks. Um, I thought it was I mean, Hunter Bryant. You're saying no, well, H Bryant, it's it's okay. No, that, <laughs> I actually don't know. I like literally he, have no idea. He's he's probably gonna be bagging groceries next year anyway, Vinny. So ah, oh, it is um, pretty sure he was like a second round pick last year. Yeah, don't worry more. about it. Um, <laughs> um I threw out, I mean, I don't know why, Joe, you don't like the Trey Burton call. Um Philip Rivers has always loved his tight ends, he's thirty five hundred dollars. Philip Rivers is an absolute noodle arm loser who can't get the ball down the field. So like, that's harsh. Well, I mean, look, he just looks like the pasty loser who doesn't know about birth control and hey, has like 600 kids. Thing. Right. You're racist. So well, look, I'm, I'm, I'm whiter than anybody. Right. But I at least tan up a little bit and I don't throw like three quarter arm. Like, I mean, come on. Like he just can't get it that far downfield. Um, Trey Burton is a guy that is obviously healthy now and they've proven that they really want to try and get him the ball. Uh, just like Hunter Henry in, you know, San Diego when Philip was there, just like Antonio Gates in San Diego and Philip was there. Like he just likes throwing to the tight end. Yeah. And if we're talking about that team, like 
I'll take that. Right. Um, my guy on Miami that I am playing a lot of this week that people are just not going to own at all is Mike Kosecki. Yes, um, sir. You know, we had some weird shit happen last week. Every tight end besides Gasecki caught a touchdown, it felt like, on the Dolphins. I'd never heard of those guys before. But the Rams are horrible in coverage versus a tight end. And Um, it's not just that. It's Fitzpatrick, for some reason, just didn't like throwing to the guy. Mm-mm. Guy had no take. Guy rather throw to Jakeem Grant than Mike Jacecki, and I think Tua is going to turn that around. Fitz is not a tight end guy. Fitz is an air it out sixty yards down the And I think Tua is going to kind of again bring it all together, and I think Jacecki is going to be a monster. Yeah, I think Tua is an extremely smart football player, and I exactly. think he's going to look to be more conservative in this game, and I think he'll look at the smaller, short to intermediate routes over the middle or just near the sidelines to guys like Gesicki. Um, I, I really like that play. If we're going full punt, I'm going back off of bye week. Bef- the first two games, you know, before they went into this bye week, they had proven they're trying to get this guy the ball more and more. Down at three. No, no, not <laughs> Troutman. That was, that was a bad one-week experiment. We're not talking about that anymore. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, is I'm going back Don't to Irv Smith. Irv Smith at 3,000. Um, yeah. He's a red zone target. Um, you know, there is going to be and, a little uh, bit Rudolph weather. might be on – I think Rudolph's on the trade block right now. Mm-hmm. Rudolph is absolutely horrible. I know he's a big PMT guy. He's, he's, he's a big pass blocker. Fu- he's, a, he's, he's a blocker, he, man. He's funny. He's just – he like, just take him off the field and, like, Dude, play he's Lee Irv. Smith. He's Lee Smith. The guy just blocks. That's, that's what he does. fine. So that that's where I'm going at tight end. I'm I'm going Kittle. Uh, my highest exposure is probably going to be Kittle, uh, Irv, and then Trey Burton, and then I'm going to sprinkle some of those other guys in there. But those are those are my three okay. main ones that I'm going to. Um, full fade my, on Waller. Um, just I just don't like the play this week. Yep. My top guy is a uh, Kittle. I'm going to have as much Kittle exposure as I completely can. I think he's going to get points first through fourth quarter, maybe even in overtime. Um, Kittle's going to be their guy because, um, again, Debo's out and they have a lot of running backs out, and Kittle's just an absolute monster. Um, if I'm going down a little bit, it's Jasicki, like we talked about. I think Tua's going to target him, and Jasicki's going to have his highest target volume of the season. Um, another guy that somehow just disappeared off everyone's radar is John U. Smith. Uh, I know he's had two bad games in a row coming off that ankle injury, but at 4,100 against the Bengals, dude, John U. is still a monster. And at 4,100, um, I'm just surprised by that. He should be at least a 5K to 5,500 guy weekly with the way the Tennessee t- Titans are playing right now. So I love John U. Um, I like Brian at 32. I feel like if I just – only have 3,200 left when I'm building. I'll I'll put Brian in as a flex or something, but I don't think I'm going to be like making I'm, I'm my there. stuff around Brian. You know? I'm there with you, Joe. Like I like earlier, I built a lineup, and the first guy I put in it was Kittle, right? And then like mm-hmm. I'm not doing that with Brian. If I have like 3,300 dollars left, and I have like exactly. a tight end and like a defense that I got to put in there, like. I'll just put Brian in there and just call it a day. Uh, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. He's not somebody I'm going out of my way to put in my lineups, but if I land, I do love like range, a possible, I do love like a possible Jasicki and Irv stack as a tight end flex. You can go super high on receiver everywhere. Right. So, I mean, that might be something I'm interested in this week. 
Ooh. Is that something you might be interested in, Bob? <laughs> what if I was to tell you? Uh, you could get you Irving Kosicki <laughs> and go high on tight ends. Is that something you might be interested in? Like, what if I could tell you you'll get three tight end targets this week and skunk? All right, we're not, we're all not the Bears. Hey, you, don't hey, seven, you can't hey, have seven whoa, tight ends playing. Whoa. All right, who, is that whoa. all you got, Joe, or you got anybody else? No, that's it. You're up. Uh, I'm on the same thing. I, I, if Kittle's going to be that low owned, I'm going to be about 80% share on him. Um, without Debo out, like it's him and Ayuk. And what do we talk about against the worst defense on the slate? Like, let's do it. Um, so I like Kittle a lot. I like Burton Bryant's obviously an easy pay down. Um, the one guy that you guys just didn't mention that I'll have a little bit of shares on just cause I like him as a player and similar, like, he just gets a ton of targets each week is Noah Fant. Um, he's right there. Price. He, Becky. he gets about seven, eight targets a game. Like uh, just whatever. Drew Locke right now. It's like he fucks so, me weekly. No, but he'll so, throw to the tight end. I'm not talking about like, he's going to no, I know 400 yards <laughs> on Sunday. I, I, I'm off him just because of how I watched the, I watched back their film a little bit. Cause I was surprised at his stat line last week. And he was just, He's his ankle is still not right. He's I know running. He's he he can't he can't plant off of it. He's rounding off his routes. Everything that made him dynamic. His hands are still fine, right? But yeah. His route running has been so incredibly hampered I by you. that ankle that, like for me, I'll probably just give it one more week and then go back to him. But I could definitely see why you're gonna play him. I, it it was just for me this week a cross off based on what I saw. Yeah, watching that film this week, I just I didn't like it. No, for sure, and I think it's more of if I get caught in that middle price point. Like for me, I, I think Fant's a better player than Gasecki. I see the Gasecki play this week. It would be between those two guys, but he's the only guy that you guys just didn't talk about that is on my radar. So um, that's a good one. Defenses, obviously, it's a complete toss up. But do you guys have any, you know, two or three plays that you're kind of sticking to? Um, yeah, if Miles Garrett's playing, I'm going with the Browns. Yeah. Um, the Raiders pass O-line right now, and Colt Miller, as good as he's been, I just don't think he can handle Miles Garrett right now. Um, I like the Colts this week. If I'm paying up, I'm going up to the Colts at 3,100 against the Lions after a bye week with Darius Leonard coming back. Um, so I can see the Colts making some things happen. And the team I might fit in there is the Steelers at 3,600 against the Ravens. I feel like they, again, Roman's a fraud. I'm going to roll with that this week. Even after a bye week, I think the Steelers are able to contain Lamar and maybe potentially make some plays, sacks, picks, do some things back there. Um, and, yeah, I think that's what I'm with right now. I might throw some other toss-ups in as the weekend goes on, depending on weather. Some really bad so, weather games I might throw in, but that's it. My, my only concern with the Steelers' defense is that some of the stuff I was looking at that I wrote down is that they're actually – and this actually surprised me is their 30th in DVOA against deep passing. So that's passes of yeah. 25 yards or more. And that's why I said Marquise Brown earlier, but that was the only play I was going to do for potential long. So, time, you know, so if they're just going to push the ball down the field, I mean, I don't know. I just at 3,600, uh, we've mentioned so many other guys that I think we can pay 3,600 for or mm-hmm. less in spots. And, and probably get more points than the Steelers' defense is going to get. Um, well, and, too, like, they, they may, like, 
really slow Baltimore down, right? And like, you know, completely like bottle him up. But Baltimore is not going to make like a ton of mistakes. You know, so, Lamar could throw a pick, but like he's not going to get sacked a ton just because he's so fast. And it's a little bit, you know, I, I see what you're going at. I think the Pittsburgh could dominate him, but I don't know about like, you know, I just the, think the with the defense, point. it's very rare you're going to get in a situation where you're going to get a defense, a top three defense in the NFL at potentially below 3% on the slate. Mm-hmm. You know, and know, sometimes I mean, you just got to say, you know what, the defense is going to is gonna go king in this game. You so know? the kind of off the wall, the defense that I want to go to a little bit um, is the Dolphins at 2,400. Um, I'm just Dar- scared their Dar- ownership's going to be through mm-hmm. the roof. Uh, I'm that's not what I'm seeing. Um, well, that's good. That was my worry. I was like, I think the Dolphins are going to be like uh, after their shutout last week. So the Saints are the highest owned defense right now at 10%. Chiefs are the like next the highest owned at 9%. Um, uh, Patriots. Who, who, who did you say carry- before you got into ownership? Who was the team? Uh, Dolphins. Oh, uh, okay. I, I like the Dolphins too. Colts, Titans. Uh, I, I've yet to see the Dolphins on here, Joe. I mean, they're they're going to be sub four percent. So that's me, just, but that's awesome. So here they are down here at two to three percent. So look, I mean, we kind of talked about it. That I think the Rams are kind of frauds myself, just mm-hmm. like you do, Joey. Jared Goff does all kinds of weird stuff, and if you watch that game with him last week. He easily should have had a couple turnovers. He got lucky. Um, he was throwing some really suspect balls. And at 2,400 for a defense playing at home versus a West Coast team. And like like yeah. you guys said, like I really like what the Dolphins are doing from a culture standpoint. They're, they're not just getting like rolled over anymore. And they, and on they top don't of that, quit. On top of that, they're three and three. So they're in the hunt. And you can tell, like, they're interviewing defensive players about Tua coming in, and the defensive players are fired up. So that, that's right? You know how a my, team is when that, that new guy comes in. The whole team is going to be rallying around that, and they're going to want to yes. get Tua his first win. Well, I love I, this call. And honestly, Jim, like, I wasn't saying the Dolphins were a bad play. I just thought, like, everyone's going to be on him after his shutout, and their defense has been playing well. I was not expecting them. Or ownership no. To be low. So yeah. I'm, and, and I'm I honest- think, like, I'm with you, like, just to touch on that real quick. I think the Dolphins are home dogs. Like, they're going to come out of the bye week, like, just fired up. The future is there. Their quarterback of the future is in play. Like, let's go. Oh, and, like, let's try. And you got to think, too, like, Patriots are cooked. They're, you know, they're, they're so bad. The Jets Well, they finally see the light, right? They finally well, see dude, the Patriots might not just absolutely take the division. But also, right? like, they see the light. Buffalo looks human, right, last couple of weeks. Like, why can't yeah, the Dolphins win this division? Right now is- so... No, Buffalo yeah. is not Buffalo is not without their flaws, right? And yeah, I just I think, think Buffalo that, overall was a better team last year, even though Josh yeah. Allen is better this year, uh, which yeah. kind of offsets it. But the Bills, I don't think, are any better of an overall team than they were last season. Mm-hmm. No, not not at all. So, I mean, re- I'm really only going to be playing the Dolphins and the Browns um, for my defenses this week. I just don't think I really need to go anywhere above that. Um, the team that I had some interest in, but like just because he's just because he's going to be throwing the ball so much and this defense has had a propensity to get some picks and take him back to the house is Tennessee oh. up against Cincinnati. Um, that's as high as I'm going to go for defense is, is 3000, but I'm going to be playing a lot of dolphins, a lot of Browns, which kind of like makes me want to throw up. But I mean, 
their defense is okay, so yeah. I'll just deal with it. Yep. yep. Um, and you guys pretty much took everyone I was on, but yeah, Colts Saints. Uh, I don't really care about ownership. Um, if you watch Nick Foles play football on Monday night, like I'm more <laughs> than happy to eat any chalk there uh, if I can get there. So, and if they have no Allen Robinson, like, dude, come on, like that's going to be a bloodbath. So, yeah. I'll take uh, the Saints if I can get there. The Colts, you know, they're getting healthy coming off a of bye. Uh, the Browns sure. for reasons you said. I like the Dolphins. They're going to have some juice uh, fired up in, in Tennessee. The I mean, Burrow's, Burrow's thrown five picks in seven games and getting we sacked. Should like, a, uh, I think, we should all I think, get a Dolphins money line going. Yeah, I think I think Burrow gets sacked on average like four times a game. So even if the, that game shoots out, like Tennessee's defense could have like seven, eight, ten points, like no problem. So, mm-hmm. so, I, so I am playing a two-team parlay, Joey, now that you mentioned that. Uh, money line with Pittsburgh. And the Dolphins. Hey, are Pittsburgh it. dogs in this game? Yes, they're plus. They're, they're plus away. four. They're the, in Baltimore the, with money, no fans. The, the money line on them pays one. I think it was one forty plus one forty. Love it. I think I think, I think, run that I think Pittsburgh's the best team in football. So yeah, I do too. And I, I mean, I mean, I took him in our Super Seven contest, Vinny, just because plus four is like mm-hmm. kind of like what Joey said about the defense, like. When are you going to get maybe the best team in football this year at plus four at basically a neutral site game? Like there's no fans in Baltimore. Like, Mm -hmm. like this is not a normal game. How how is that game not on Sunday night or Monday night? What what do you think? Oh, you didn't know the Cowboys got Sunday night. You didn't know? Dude, that, that is so bad. That. I've already planned a date night with my wife, so I don't have to watch the fucking Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Okay, well, on that note, <laughs> Sounds good. I guess we'll wrap it up. Tune into this, but all right, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're at like minute like 48 or like 58. I don't think Karen's listening this far <laughs> into a pod. I just. I'm going to cut it up and save it as a black in case Joey does something she down does the road. not care. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't even think then you'll you're gonna not gonna have any problems. You'll be right. She doesn't care about this. All right, boys. Good luck this week. Yeah. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Peace. Later. Bye.